0: Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.
1: It is the APC podcast from AcmePackingCompany.com and SB Nation Talking about your Green Bay Packers preseason is almost over already. Guys are getting hurt. The roster is slimming down uh, as it does this time of year. There's um, both stuff to talk about and nothing to talk about in football world <laughs> at the same time. And uh, we're going to try to get together and get some content out for you. And uh, I am Zach Rapport at Zach Rapport uh, on Twitter. Follow the show at the APC pod. And I am joined. Um by a couple good buddies here. First, uh, he does not have COVID. We don't know what it is. Doctors are baffled all over New York. They're faxing each other. Reports, no one knows what it is. It's Alex Patakis. How you doing, man?
2: I'm doing okay. Happy to not have COVID. Kind of wish I had like some type of other thing that they could give me some antibiotics for so it could just go away, but that's not the case. So we're waiting this one out.
1: I, I recommend whiskey personally.
2: <laughs> mm, yeah. <laughs> mm. That that should heal all. I'll second that. Yeah. Speaking of whiskey,
1: <laughs> the other voice you hear is uh our fearless leader, the corporate overlord, the original corporate overlord, I should say, Evan Tex Western. Evan, how
0: are you? Co corporate overlord, I guess, nowadays. Co uh, corporate Yeah. No, I'm it's been a crazy day, but Always happy to sit down for a half hour and change and, and rap with you guys about what's going on.
1: Yeah, man. We'll talk some football. We'll unwind. We'll have a, a, a brown liquor. We'll play some pleasant music and do some haikus and it'll be a good time.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm looking forward to that pleasant music. I need that Zen right now. Give here, me all the here. zen. Yep. Same. Been a busy week.
1: What are you, uh, what are you drinking over there? Tex?
0: Uh, I have a knob Creek cast strength rye. So nice 120 proof. Something to wash down this crap of a (laughs) day.
1: That sounds fancy. I'm working on, uh, it's a Four Roses small batch. So it's like Mm -hmm. a cheap whiskey's version of something slightly nicer. It's not bad. It's okay. It gets the job done. It washes away a very busy, hectic week. How about that?
2: this is very tempting i must say i mean (laughs) this is a podcast we can in theory edit this out and i can just hop up real quick and get the medication that zach has just prescribed me i'm very tempted to do so well you know (laughs) i
1: the other doctors in new york are baffled but i know how to cure what ails you old dr dr brown booze
2: (laughs) i appreciate that thanks for looking out
0: well, and on that subject, uh, I believe Vox just acquired a uh cocktail/liquor website. So, I'm going to have to petition to see if we can get some of the APC team to uh to get permanent positions over there. Yeah. Since we have some some whiskey snobs on staff.
1: Definitely. Speaking of um things uh, things changing with uh with Vox and SB Nation, we've been teasing um some exciting stuff in in the audio feed for for a couple weeks. And I think Justice is still being a little sheepish about, um, about announcing his contributions and what they may or may not be called, et cetera. But I think I feel comfortable at this point announcing that um, our feed is going to be joined by the Reporting as Eligible podcast. Um, some good friends of ours. You may already listen to the show in another feed. You'll now be able to get it here. Our friend at APC, Paul Badger Noon, and his show with Matub, um, Jr. Stats, wonkitude, jokes, good stuff. I'm really excited, Tex.
0: Yeah, it's going to be exciting. We're we've got a lot of big stuff planned for the the podcast feed. Um, like you said, uh, we'll we'll probably have a lot of things rolling out the week leading up to week one. So probably another two weeks or so, uh, you can expect to start seeing those types of things uh, rolling in and and more content. Uh, some daily stuff, I think, coming. But um, we'll, we'll see exactly what that looks like uh, here pretty shortly.
1: Yeah. And the, uh, I, we've, we've talked about it uh, very briefly, but we've been trying to kick around on our show some some new names, uh, maybe something that isn't like we are the flagship show, because um, really, and this is a term that I think that J- Justice coined, but really, we're kind of like the funhouse show. We kind of just, we goof around, we do whatever we want. We talk football, but it's, it's, it's a little less... Uh, <laughs> I don't know. informed informed <laughs> I guess, and I mean. yet still some people like it, but um, we're kicking around names. I like the idea of being categorized as the the funhouse show. I don't know we're We're gonna read some haikus later, so I feel like that's that's on brand.'re
0: we're, we're still workshopping names, so we'll we'll get there.
1: Speaking of uh, Funhouse, I'll play a little sounder here as I get ready to uh to announce that yes, that's right, folks. It is the APC podcast, pending a name change listener, Pick'em League. It is back. Free to join, free to play. And top-placing listener gets a uh, prize to be named later. And uh, quickly, I want to shout out uh, slash apology um, to Christian Schmidt, last year's winner. I normally take months and months to send this prize out, but this is probably the longest it has ever taken me. Your prize to be named later is on its way to me, and then I will ship it to you. Uh, Christian, in Germany, by the way, American listeners, what are you guys doing? We've done this thing four years now, and we've had three international winners, Brazil, Australia, and Germany, which is like kind of cool. But when I started this, I was like, "Ah, I'm just going to, you know, once a year ship something silly and fun to Montana, Iowa, Missouri. Come on, guys, step up your game. What's going on with these American listeners?
0: So much for that $10 priority
2: shipping. (laughs) (laughs) Jeez.
1: <laughs> do you know how much it costs to ship something entirely stupid and inconsequential to Australia?
2: I mean, I can only imagine. <laughs> Jeez. I mean,
1: not that much, but enough that I'm like, man, come on, Iowa. Come through. I, how
2: do they even like get their, their Thursday night picks in? It's like... Uh, they're uh... How do they – they got to do that on, like, Tuesday or something. I don't understand that. Oh,
0: oh, see, it's it's time travel. It's a day ahead, so they actually get their Thursday night picks in on Friday that's morning. That's
2: why. That's why. Yep. Ooh, I knew it.
1: Friday morning coffee. You open the paper. You make your picks. Yeah, they're ah, ahead. Must I do why nice. I put
2: them behind us. I don't know. <laughs> <Must> <laughs> I had them, nice. like, almost a full uh... – day behind us yeah. Well, if anyone right. else uh, there somebody win the american football pick on pool this year to save zach Just start a little a bit of money please uh, it's a free league stop taking advantage of the man
1: i'm uh no i'm not i'm not complaining in fact christian was very nice we we interacted recently and he was like sorry if you you know don't want to ship something to germany i understand but i am a man of my word and uh, oh I yeah you gotta it.
2: send that yeah integrity above all yeah uh, 100%
1: If anyone wants to join, if you did it last year, you might have gotten a weird email from CBS Sports is the app that we use. So um, you can feel free to re-sign up there. I'm going to activate the league again on the administrative level. And if you played, you'll probably get another email that says like, hey, the league is open now. But if you didn't play last year, have no idea what we're talking about and you want in, it's fun. It's super easy. It's free. Um, Get at me on Twitter at the APC pod in our DMs. Um, or you can email us theapcpodcast at gmail.com if you are not a Twitter degenerate like me, and um, we'll get you we'll get you figured out. Uh, should we? I don't know. Should move on? I have like I usually have like a a script, a rundown, and it's just I don't know, man. It's preseason. Should we do high haikus? I think you nailed
2: the uh, like mixing the admin with some banter. That was well done. Thank you. Uh, now we can now we can talk some sports.
1: Thank you. High praise from a recovering radio man yeah <laughs> well we mentioned uh haikus and uh needing a little Zen moment uh Alex, do you, do you want to start us out Sure all right I'd we're love just gonna to get right into haikus I'm gonna, I'm gonna set the mood
2: uh wow <laughs> I need to burn i got I gotta get some essential oils going uh when <laughs> I podcast now really set the mood all right my haiku. This week, only one fake game, but the thought of him I miss. It has been fun, Chess.
1: (laughs) Oh, man. See, that's so good. And we talked before the show. We both wrote one about Funches. I don't even know if I should read mine now because that one's better. That can just be the one. That could be the one. (laughs) Funches is dunches. I'll say that. Um, Devin Funches goes on IR, a guy who... Uh, We thought anyway, his best case scenario was like maybe playing himself into a trade, I guess. And now the Packers hand is forced. He goes on IR probably ending the Devin Funchess experiment uh, in green Bay Tex, Would you agree with that?
0: Yeah, it's, it's a shame Um, signing last year, opting out. um, And then basically after getting one game, getting carted off the practice field during a joint practice last week, uh, it was, it's disappointing. And, and he looked like a, a, legit NFL player in that game too. Yeah. Uh, Made some really nice catches from Jordan love. So it's, it's too bad. But um, after the game, Malik Taylor had uh, this past Saturday, got to think he's probably the, uh, the next guy up to likely get that six wide receiver spot at this point.
1: Yeah. And we'll, uh, we'll intersperse some, uh, some listener comments and questions from Twitter uh, throughout. So I will point at this point to not Ryan who asks us, does someone replace funches in the wide receiver room? Or is that just one fewer receiver on the 53? You know, you mentioned Malik Taylor um, shining a little bit. We talked with Justice. I forget if it was last week or or two weeks ago about just the idea of like they can't keep seven wide receivers. It feels absurd. So I'm inclined to say no one replaces him. I don't know, Tex. What do you think?
0: Yeah, I think with Taylor's ability to play special teams, I think that's probably going to get him on the roster probably is number six. I think, uh, as much as I am pained to say it, my, my guy Equinemius is probably toast at this point, unless he can find a way to get on the field this week and do something uh, in the final preseason game. So it seems like a pretty clear cut top five. And then, you know, Taylor definitely has the, the edge for the sixth spot.
1: Alex, what are your, what was your, uh, emotional reaction here to the potential end of the the Devin Funchess era
2: (laughs) (laughs) well yeah so uh as I stated in my haiku the thought of him uh was fun for a little you know like a (laughs) big bodied guy they signed free agent guy but he's just you know this was a couple of years ago this would be a perfect example um of like one of those you know like anytime the Packers would sign some guy there'd be like even the most modest expectations it wouldn't work they'd never even really play and then people would be like see this is why we don't do free agency um that's Kind of what this is, but um, yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of sad. What do you have like six catches for 70 yards in his only <laughs> fake game, uh, that he ever played? That's his legacy. I mean, his legacy is really saying no to playing football, which I th- I always thought was kind of cool. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, I know he's done th- well, that and probably you know, using a racially insensitive term, so not the best, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not the best uh, run for Funches in Green Bay. My only other thought on it, and this is literally like how much I care about this, uh, which is very minimal. Um, number eleven is such a cool number for a receiver. Like anytime I was playing, you know, NCAA football growing up, or even Madden when you could like give receivers num- any number you want, I would always give like my tall, like perimeter wide out number eleven, because I just feel like it's a lean, tall thing, like a number. One and, and, and you one on baby. A guy like that. And it made so much sense and now it's just it's gone. And I'm sad about that <laughs> because I was trying to think who's ever worn 11 for the Packers? It's like Matt Hasselbeck is the only guy I could think of. I think I think did Jared Boykin
0: wear 11 or
2: did he wear 13? That's a good one. I think he, I think you were right. Jared Boykin, right? See,
0: but that's the only one that comes to mind for me.
2: I, I really don't. Yeah. I I can't think of anyone else. Um, But also I I do think it just makes a few roster decisions easier. Uh, I saw somebody ask that, and I don't know if you care if I steal some of the reading, uh, tweets nope, thunder no um but uh i saw that one of the tweets um uh asking for questions on the podcast tonight was whether or not malik taylor still can be a guy uh i believe it was seven steven with a seven uh i don't know but uh yes that's who it was <laughs> can malik taylor still be my guy I, he was my guy last year don't i he's still with he hasn't graduated from that where yeah. he's everybody's anymore yeah. right
1: I th- I think that's right. I had this heat up at the end cuz I wanted to Oh, sorry. Tee the bet. guy draft. No, no, it's fine. It's uh we've we've already like rehashed the the guy rules uh so many times and yet they don't seem to stick in my brain, but you got to be day 3 or undrafted and or practice squad eligibility. Does that make Malik Taylor yeah. still yep. guy eligible? I think so.
2: Yeah. I believe it does. In my book, he's guy eligible, so I'll just answer that tweet right off the bat. We get back to the guys later in the pod, as you planned. But that's all I got. If, anyway, if, somebody step up, take number eleven, and and make me happy. It's just such a sexy number.
1: Ooh, a sexy number. Well, I can uh, thanks to the uh, magic of the internet, I can confirm Jared Boykin did wear number eleven for the past. Yeah, that's
2: a great pull text. That's 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 why you're the OG. CEO. <laughs> yeah. I'll I'll take it.
1: OGCO. I like that. Wow. (laughs) See, there we go. I like that. Uh, Now you're the the co-corporate overlord. I really didn't think that justice, I don't know. I just assume no one listens to our show basically, even though I know that's not true. And justice came on, called me out for calling him a corporate overlord. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Moving on. um, I wanted to highlight this really quickly is Is running back Kylan Hill another diamond in the rough? Speaking of guys, this is someone that I think is pretty high on our friend Ben Foldy's guy list. Um, Is running back Kylan Hill another diamond in the rough? I encourage everyone to go to the blog and read Chris Burke's piece, acmepackingcompany.com. Text, obviously, Chris is high on Hill. Are you, what have you seen so far that you like?
0: Yeah. Hill shows some really impressive acceleration and burst out of the backfield. Um, two games, two touchdowns, both of them of the 10 to 15 yard variety. So it's not like he's just you know pounding something in at the goal line. And the one that he had against the Jets, he, by all accounts, should have been tackled in the backfield, but he stiff-armed a starting NFL defensive lineman got around him, got to the edge and turned on the Jets and, and got to the pylon for a, a really impressive touchdown. So I love what I've been seeing out of him. Um seems like he can contribute in the passing game as well. So that's that's your that's your route to the roster as a young running back, right? It's it's pass block well and you know give a little bit on special teams and he's got a little juice in the kick return game too. So I, I don't think you'll see him play a huge role as long as Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon are healthy, at least not in offense. But he certainly, I think, is is already a guy that you feel like you can put in there and he can at least hold his own and, and contribute should you need to to have him in that top two rotation if one of the other two guys misses a little time.
1: There you go. A guy to know. Preseason. Come on, people.
0: <laughs> Kylan Hill.
1: Uh, moving on. I wanted to, we got our first listener-submitted haiku. Um, and I'll use that to tee up the next sort of newsy item as we lean heavily on how informed you are (laughs) on all this uh, on all this packers news so we will we'll fire it up and we'll uh we'll say thanks to joe at work on twitter for sending us a haiku zadarius smith his situation seems odd when will he be back Thanks, Joe. He actually sent that to us yesterday. We were going to record yesterday, and then he sent another haiku today, trying to put us on blast that we we didn't respond to him. So, fair. Um, yeah, totally fair. Thanks, Joe. I don't. I, I saw we posted on the blog a couple of days ago about the Zadarius Smith situation. Tex, what is the situation? What's going on there?
0: He's got a back issue, and those suck. Like that's <laughs> that's that's all I could say. Who doesn't have that? a back
1: issue? Am I right?
0: Well, yeah. <laughs> I always joke that nobody used to have a bad back. If you used to have a bad back, you still have a bad back. So that's uh, that certainly doesn't bode well. He showed up to camp, uh, didn't get cleared, so he started on the non-football injury list. Then they tried to bring him back for for one practice, and and he participated and then was out the rest of the week and hasn't returned yet. So um, I think there's real reason to be concerned about his status for week one. Uh, Lafleur even said as much in a presser a couple days ago. So you gotta start looking at considering keeping a fifth outside linebacker at this point, um, since you'll be starting Preston Smith and, and Rashawn Gary if he has to miss any time. So that probably means, you know, you're keeping two of Jonathan Garvin, Tipa Galli, uh, gosh, who are the other guys on the roster <laughs> at that position? Delante Scott and Chauncey Rivers, I think. Two of those guys might very well make the 53 at this point. So just to to make sure you have enough bodies there to to get through a game.
1: Two of those names I've literally never heard. So there you go.
2: <laughs> that sounds like if so there we're one really big preseason performance and we could practice away from like a, a Sunday afternoon going, What's a Chauncey Rivers? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> he's he's in that category. He's not in guy category, he's in what's a category. Where you're like, What's a blank? Yeah. Um, the
0: the one other thing I would say is is that um Brian Gudekinst has not been shy about being active in the trade market this year. Mm. So don't be surprised if you know, you come out of that third preseason game and somebody that somebody wants to cut, he flips a seventh round pick for him. You know, maybe the one he got for Kadar Holman earlier this week. Um, You know, there's, there's some guys out there with familiarity in in a Joe Barry type LA type scheme uh, on defense. So keep an eye out on that I think next week too that that could be a possibility
1: yeah you mentioned uh Kadar Holman why don't we pause right there for a second were you surprised at all by the Packers sending him away and and or surprised they got a a real ass draft pick for him <laughs> not even a conditional a real one
0: yeah that that was probably the biggest surprise was there's there's no conditions on him making the roster in Houston for that pick which is which is great. Now, as Justice always says, the draft is four rounds and it's a seventh round pick, but you can find guys like Kylan Hill in the seventh round if you're if you're lucky. So now the the, the Holman trade surprised me a little, if only because he had actually played pretty well in the preseason. Um, and so I, I still thought there was a, a legitimate chance that he could make the roster. And he certainly got a lot of tools, a lot of speed. Um, and certainly that's what Houston looks like they were uh, eyeing with acquiring him but there were so many guys in that room and with with Isaac Yadam coming over for Josh Jackson um, I think that was definitely a opportunity for Goodkins to say all right we're not sure if this guy's going to stay around so let's get get something for him now while we can
1: I love I think most Packer fans hate this but I kind of love the idea of like the long game that the Packers have always played where it's like they get an undrafted guy or they get a seventh round guy they try him for a while it doesn't work and then they turn that into another 7th round guy and maybe somehow over the long haul within 3 years an undrafted guy or a 7th round pick later ladders up to like a 5th round pick and then you're talking about like a guy who might actually play real snaps for you it's like a really annoying long con to try to like milk everything you can out of the draft and and sort of those UDFA's right after the draft
0: yeah, and he's done it with guys like Reggie Gilbert and Justin McRae. I mean, it's it's certainly been his M.O. since he took over as GM.
1: Again, with the nice pulls there. McCray, what a pull. <laughs> um, all right, we are going to go back to the uh, Twitter well. Again, at the APC pod on Twitter is where you can find us for now. And Sam tweets in, how much worse does the punting have to get before they move on from J.K. Scott? And uh, he included a gif of Michael Scott saying, we are screwed. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, the the, the, um, the fans have turned on J.K. Scott was once the boy wonder and is now, I don't know, a pariah. Is that the right word? People don't like him.
0: <laughs> Sounds about right.
1: Is it because he won't say hell or damn or
0: is it because he is a bad punter? I think it's because he's an inconsistent punter. Yeah. That's the biggest issue is in that, you know, in Saturday's game he had four punts between forty-two and fifty yards, and then he had a twenty-one yard shank. And that's just what you can't do in the NFL. Um, I'm I'm genuinely surprised that they did not keep around any legitimate competition for him or for long snapper hunter Bradley at that at that matter. But um that's another position where the the I would not be surprised if they do try to do something before the end of camp. The one thing that you risk messing up there is his holding ability. He actually, you know, has has done a pretty good job in that area and certainly the um the results that Mason Crosby had last year speak to that a little bit. So that might be the only thing saving him from the chopping block right now is uh is his ability to at least get the ball down for Crosby
1: yeah here's a a little bit of um a broader question as we as we look around at other teams sam tweets in which teams do you think will make the biggest improvement going into the season compared to last and i'll zero us in on on the division on the nfc north so we can kind of stay focused on direct competition teams we play twice um Are the bears the easy one there? Are they going to be the most improved just because they have a quarterback who doesn't probably doesn't suck?
0: (laughs) I mean, it depends on when they start the quarterback who probably doesn't suck. Oh, They're so
1: stupid. Are you kidding me? That's the
0: first question.
1: (laughs) Uh, It's Andy Dalton's job to lose man. (laughs) What are they doing? I don't know. Alex, you um, Andy I, fan, what do you think? Well, yeah, so uh
2: <laughs> so we're narrowing it to the division? Yes. Right? That's okay. Sorry. I mean I was like I'm just thinking hey, my head went straight to NFL team over under. It's not that I already have like six of those, seven of those uh out in play. <laughs> I can tell you a lot of teams that I don't think are gonna uh be too good. Um big on the uh, Vikings under. Um I guess you yeah, it would have to be the Bears if you're picking one in the division at least. Right. I mean, how do the how do the Lions get make the case for the Lions? <laughs> to be better getting like better than you think they're going to be. I, like, I guess so it depends on what we think they're going to be. Right. So it's like the Vegas says four and a half. So like if the Lions win six games, is that like qualified? Like, does that answer the question? And we'd be like, you know what, they're actually more improved than I thought they would be considering the change in quarterback and everything. I don't know. That's tricky. Maybe that's like, maybe that is the answer.
0: Yeah. I mean, it still seems to me like it's pretty clear that green Bay is the class of the division and should win the division comfortably schedule regardless. And um, so at that point, it's a matter of you, you've, it, it seems, it feels to me like it sets up very similarly to last year where you have the Packers way at the top, the bears and Vikings kind of in this weird middle, uh purgatory situation and then the lions bringing up the rear i guess the only thing that that they've got in detroit going for them is some new energy with dan campbell as the head coach and jamal williams dancing on the sidelines now so unless they uh are able to harness that into some some surprising wins i i I tend to be yeah that four and a half number sounds about right to me yeah so um I don't know. I, I, I think that the, ch- the opportunity there is to your point, Zach is the bears. If, if fields ends up starting early playing well, um, they've got a shot because we know they're, they've at least got some, some players on defense, uh, that can can put together a solid unit for the most part there. So that's, that's really the only option to me yeah. I think is you bet on the upside of a, a talented young quarterback. Um, because there's not really a whole lot that I
2: think Minnesota or Detroit seem to have going for them right now. Yeah. How does Dan Campbell get all these jobs? <laughs> it's insane. Also, and you mentioned them in the same sentence. Like That is one of the biggest contrasts and vibes being added to the mix between yep. Jamal Williams and Dan Campbell. Uh, one is like, I do this for fun. The other one is just big-time football brain guy. I mean, that is like black and white in terms of the vibes. What are they doing? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. Uh we got in two years. Right? He actually yeah. I would I would nominate him as like a good candidate for uh a one and done, which I always think is an overreaction, but um he he's like the he's just the perfect guy to have that done to him. You know? Just be Black Monday or whatever it is, just see you, move on. Can't believe you're even here to begin with. I don't know where that came from. I don't like I don't know much about him other than his off field mishaps and the fact that he's just like, Mr. Football.
1: Is there something in urban Myers contract that would prevent him from being in a one and done? Cause, um, oh, we've talked good, about this uh, a couple of times and justice has given some, some very insightful inside scoops, but that seems like a, a walking train wreck, a slow moving disaster.
0: Just the dollar signs and his heart condition. <laughs> Between
1: Those two things. He's locked in baby. Yeah. Oh, it's always fun to look around the league and go, yeah, the Packers they got their their shot buttoned up pretty decently. Well,
2: seriously, <laughs> we can bitch all we want. And that's another thing. Sorry to make this like a, a over under podcast. Ten wins with an extra game. When have the Packers played a full season with it? I know that you can't predict injuries, but when have they played a full season with Aaron Rodgers and not like been expected to win double digit games? Yeah, like that's insane to me. That's like stealing money. I couldn't believe that when when I saw it. Yeah, I mean they have it. I mean you could argue that their schedule is kind of difficult. Like, fine, I understand they play a very difficult division, but not their own. But um, <laughs> uh, I, I think that um, yeah, to me that's crazy. Like, I, I don't know. Just looking around, you could you could sleepwalk to ten wins. It feels like with a seventeen game schedule. I don't know.
1: I'm going to cut I that bit wild. of audio because there's like there's probably some moment six games in. Or we're going to want to revisit that
2: either because it's going really well <laughs> yeah. or something goes sideways <laughs> when they're three and three, right? And we're like, Oh boy, find me the other uh eight wins, seven wins, eight wins. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like uh, you're right, Zach. You're like, They can sleepwalk to
1: 10 wins and then they're three and three, and you're like, You guys are sleepwalking, come on,
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: Uh, one, one last question, and and um. Alex, you teased it a little bit, so I'll tee up someone else here. Your pal Adam tweets in, I think we need to know who everyone has adopted as their guy this preseason. And so I just wanted to uh, tee up that we've got two more episodes now before the season officially starts. And what I'd like to do before, before the season starts with those two episodes is one, to do our tarot card reading, and two, to have an official guy draft. And Tex, if we could make it work to have you join, that would be, uh, awesome as well. The The verdict is still out on which episode will come first or second, what order we will do those in. But um, I'm excited about that. We missed the tarot card reading last year, Tex. I don't know if you remember that, but I'm excited to bring that back.
0: Yeah, yeah. that's always a favorite episode of mine to listen to. Um, and certainly I would be very excited to participate in the guy draft. I've got some some sleeper guy candidates that I'd love to put out there.
2: I love, we got to format it properly. So like we have a board going in it's like, it could go, who knows how it can go. Yeah. Yeah. I say we don't even know the order until, until we turn the mics on.
1: Yeah. We should like draw straws or or whatever it is. Some, some number randomizer kind of thing. But um, yeah, I I agree with all that. And I think, uh, you know, we'll get, there's a, there's, there'll be a set list at that point of people who are guy eligible We'll uh we'll look up some fun factoids about each one and then we'll we'll have fun. Yeah. Gonna
2: and and also, like. I mean I just think it makes sense to wait. I understand that people are anxious to claim their guy, but um you do like want the practice squad to be formed. You don't wanna to yeah. do overreach for someone that you know, it's like a one week flame right uh in camp. And there's gonna there's a two week break. And I get that there's cuts and talk about, but other than that, like we're gonna have nothing to go off of except for like whatever photos Rob Domofsky and every other person tweet out and um you know the cheese curds daily at acmipackingcompany.com like what happened in practice but we can't see that you know it's like you, you just read about it and I don't know that's so I'm 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 pumped we we got to save that for the that little lull in yep. between the season cuz I don't see a uh like Josh Sittenbaum hitting anytime soon <laughs> this this off season. yeah
1: speaking of nothing to talk about it is a minor miracle at we're coming up on I don't know a little over thirty minutes we've talked, but about... we didn't
2: even do hi- <laughs> Texas haiku. Oh my God! You got to do that before we get out of oh, here. Oh yeah,
1: criminal. I sh- I don't. Well, we can't fire me, but
2: <laughs> I, <laughs> no, yeah, I, we cannot. I own least. all
1: the gear, but we're gonna slip back in before we let you guys go. Slip back into the Chinatown massage parlor music, birds <laughs> chirping, water flowing. <laughs> Tex, what do you got?
0: Uh, well, I'm, I'm honored to, to be able to share this moment of Zen with you guys. So here we go. Packers guards in flux. Patrick, Runyon, maybe Royce. Who starts? Stay tuned, folks.
2: <laughs> Hell yeah.
1: Who starts indeed? A quick aside, um, Texan, and again... Always fun audio when no one can see what we're talking about on camera. But you've got this like <laughs> animated Star Trek background behind you. Um, and so things kind of like, you know, on a Zoom background, they come in and out of focus sometimes. And your cat just kind of like teleports in out of nowhere from the background what? and just appears the on your haiku.
2: Loving the Zen vibes. That's right.
0: Yeah, she's she's very chill today. She just wanted to be a part of it.
2: It wouldn't be a uh, Chinatown massage parlor without a cat, (laughs) I would say. So I think it was very fitting.
1: So quickly then, and I'm sorry that I, I'm sorry that I jumped the gun and trying to, trying to close this thing down offensive line. Um, we, you know, I know that they use the preseason to kind of figure some things out. We talk a lot about how the Packers have done such a tremendous job of, of, of finding talent late in the draft of loading up this offensive line of, of keeping their franchise QBs protected. Um, but these past couple of weeks have not looked good. My friend not looked good.
0: Yeah. I mean, you get four or five guys still competing to start on the interior of the line. Um, that's a, that's a weird position for this team to be in at this, this point of training camp. So I'll be really interested to see who they start on Saturday in the last preseason game um, who starts where, because you know that it wouldn't shock me if there is maybe if there really is maybe a surprise cut um coming down at the end of training camp or again you get uh, goody trading away one of these guys for you know a late round pick because I think they probably have 10 11 maybe 12 linemen who who could make a 53 man roster yeah obviously they're not gonna keep that many so they got to find some way to um to get some value out of some of those players. I was going
1: to say, if there's a, if there's a category of bubble player that you can leverage into something meaningful for your your team, it's offensive linemen.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Everybody wants good offensive linemen. You can't have enough of them.
1: I even heard, um, uh, Aaron Rodgers himself in a bit of press availability, say something referring to the offensive line, like, yep, there's still a lot of jobs to win here. I thought that was like a, it was a, a, a candid moment that also kind of made me do the little collar pull. I was like, oh, ugh. he's like talking directly to some of these guys.
0: <laughs> Somebody's got to step up and win the job.
1: I think that can I think I think that's it, guys. I think that's a podcast.
2: Thank you for that moment of Zen. Yes. Come back to our spot anytime. You're always welcome.
1: <laughs> oh, amazing. All right, guys. I'm gonna hit the polka. Do we feel good about that?
2: let's dance baby
1: from zen to polka thanks everyone for uh, for listening exciting stuff happening in the feed here in the next couple of weeks more audio for you guys keep it locked in uh big thanks to tex for joining us late <laughs> making our jobs much much easier uh thank you to alex um we have a uh, patreon i don't plug it very often patreon.com slash note nugs if if you are a fellow content creator, or you're someone who enjoys throwing a buck or two at shows that you really like. We are there. No perks offered yet. Just uh, you know, if you feel like giving us a buck or two, we'd appreciate it. If not, hey, that's fine. A free way to support us also is to give us a rating on iTunes. Also, haven't harped on that in a while. Acme Packing Company on iTunes. Don't even need to write anything. Just tap that five star button. That would be a big help for us. So we're we're heading into the last preseason game. And um, yeah, you know, someone's going to win, theoretically. Someone's going to lose. Players are going to get cut. Preseason's going to roll on. We're going to have a team. And uh, then we'll be on the regular season. Guy draft, tarot card reading, both those things coming up soon. We'll figure out more about when that is. Exactly. At the APC pod on Twitter. And uh, I'm out of promotional material, so I am going to stop talking. Go Pack Go! Thanks, everyone, for listening. Bye, guys.